Nation Radio with your host, Chris K. This episode of True Fiction Radio on WDRB Media is brought to you by Celebrity Hot Dogs of Berea, South Carolina. With burgers, hot dogs, naturally cut fresh french fries, omelets, they will make your diner dreams come true. Mention True Fiction Radio to get a special 5% discount on your purchase. P.S. The hamburger steak is off the chain. And so I have great news for you guys. Sergey has agreed to be sort of a co-host for this show. I mean, definitely uh, an informal thing. Um, he doesn't want his name to be tied to any kind of mainstream media like WDRB Media. I mean, his name other than Sergey. So we're just going to keep it to Sergey. No last names involved. If you happen to find the gas station that he owns, he will have somebody filling in. You're not going to find him. Uh, I hate to be a hater in that regard. He's not trying to be a direct public figure, but we're friends, so he wants to use this medium to share with you his experiences and his commentaries on life, and I'm happy to bring them to you because, frankly, I think they're really funny, and this dude is genuine and hilarious. So I'm going to welcome him back. Sergey. you're going to tell us a story about uh, one of your friends from elementary school? Yes. Thank you, Chris, again for giving me this opportunity. I feel like I am sort of celebrity. And again, if it wasn't for you reaching out to me, no one would know these funny tales. Anyway, uh, for this story, first I need to set up a little bit of background. When I was in school, I had a friend. His name was Vasily. He was born in Dagestan, and like current UFC lightweight champion Khabib Namurgamedov, he grew up wrestling bears. I am speaking, of course, of actual non-homo sapien bear, like from the genus Ursus, not modern-day San Francisco slang bear. Authentic jewels and claws. <laughs> San Francisco slag bear? Dude, this is mainstream radio. Chris, please, I do not interrupt you. I ask only you do the same for me. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. It's funny. Okay. Back to story. Authentic jaws and claws. He was as tough as a Russian gets, and this is saying a whole lot, considering how incredibly tough us Russians are. All toughness aside, his real skill was in his ability to generate near superhuman levels of power with his right index finger and his right thumb with a, how you say, F 
clicking motion. It may sound crazy, but me and many of my friends had personally witnessed him flicking American paper football and making it stick in wooden board. Dude, no. Dude, that's not possible. I mean, like, maybe if there was a wind tunnel... Chris, again, the interruptions. Need I remind you I used to be KGB? Like, dude, I can, dude, I can scrap, man. One of these days, I'm gonna get in the act. Dude, I do not care. I used to do professional killing. I will silence you. Sergey, Sergey, chill out, man. Dude, chill. You don't gotta take it to that level, man. I understand. You're a professional killer. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's, it's hard for me to believe that you saw someone flick a paper football and make it stick in something wood. Dude, I have senses. I can observe. I can visualize things. This does not make sense to me. Chris, I would not lie to you. Sergey, oddly enough, I, I believe you. And I'm sorry. Please, please, don't kill me or anything. I mean, former KGB, I'm a radio personality. I, uh, I'm not an active MMA guy currently. Though I still dream of it. Anyway, different side story. Okay, uh, we gotta get back to this. This is crazy. We got some circus sideshow type stuff. Chris, look. Vasily is friend of mine. Circus sideshow is like contortionist. This man had like X-Men like power. Sort of like Deadpool. Only not regenerate, just sort of generate force to put paper football into real wooden board. I get it, dude. No disrespect. You know, I'm on the fly, off the cuff, trying to generate, you know, my own thoughts on this crazy stuff. I mean, I kind of feel like the Kremlin would get involved if, like, a dude could flick a football and make it stick in some wood. Chris. If one of your friends had psychic powers, would you go to your American government and say, Hey, I've got this friend named Danny. He has psychic powers. Please, run all kinds of tests on him. Hook him up to machinery. Observe how he uses the bathroom. Eh, good point. I guess I'd kind of shut up about it. But yeah, you do realize you're on the radio telling people about this. Yes. Well, they just know you as Sergey, and 1991 was a long time ago at this point. <sighs> okay, I'm scared. Uh, X-Men quality stuff now at this point. Okay, Sergey, I'm going to let you compile the rest of your story because you kind of gave me a little bit of insight of where this is going, and it's it's kind of crazy. So I'm going to share with these guys a little bit of uh, UFC coverage, and uh, we'll come back to the story, because I definitely want to hear more about Vasily. You were tuned in to True Fiction Radio with your host, Chris K., the only station bringing you double the information and the inspiration.
and double the Sergey and Chris K. UFC Fight Night. Kevin Lee versus Edson Barboza. Alright, first fight, Jim Miller versus Dan Hooker. Miller with five plus hours of fighting time, but the hangman sets the noose with a perfectly placed knee to chin. Dan Hooker knocked out Miller in three minutes of the first round and then calls out Paul Felder respectfully as Paul interviewed him. Also respectfully, Felder accepted. Al Jermaine Sterling versus Brett Johns. Sterling breaks Johns' undefeated record by decision. David Branch versus Tiago Santos. Branch with a TKO, two minutes and 30 seconds into the first round after a stunning overhand right. That was a quick night for Branch. Uh, Sherman versus Lewis. Sherman has a serious chin. He was in real danger in the first round, then came back to win it, in my opinion. Sherman reminds me of Roy Big Country Nelson, only without the power. If Willis got lean, he would really be a middleweight at most. Sherman, on the other hand, seems like a real heavyweight, and the judges give the decision to the body-fat-carrying middleweight. Boo! I had Sherman winning all three rounds. Cub Swanson versus Frankie Edgar 2. Edgar, fighting in his home state for the first time in more than 10 years, Edgar submitted Swanson decisively in the first round uh, November 22nd, 2014. Both veterans coming off a loss to the young greatness of Brian Ortega. Swanson's takedown defense was incredible. It's always interesting when two fighters that you really love to watch to fight square off against one another. I was kind of keeping my fingers crossed for Cub just because it would have set up a killer trilogy. Edgar got it done in front of his hometown crowd. By decision. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your main event of the evening. Sort of, it's your breakdown of the main event of the evening. On the radio, on WDRB Media, Edson Barboza versus Kevin Lee. Funny side note, Kevin Lee's Audi looks like it may have some sort of sensual function. Alright, round one was all about Kevin Lee grounding and pounding after the takedown. Round two, Lee lifts Barbosa high into the air and slams him down controlling him completely all round long. Round three, Barboza lands a wheel kick from the abyss. Has Kevin reeling, but Lee holds on, securing the takedown and recovering somewhat. 
Kevin comes back and lands a few shots before the round ends, shakes off a, a weak knee to the face by Barboza. Fourth round was all Lee again. Takedown, then dominance, and ground and pound. 218 in the fifth round. Lee gets it done. TKO via doctor's advice. Well done, Kevin Lee. I'm officially a fan. He called out Khabib. I'm very excited for that fight. And uh, on a side note, congratulations to Matt Sarah for being inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Matt is a former welterweight champ. He beat GSP. Uh, Matt currently hosts the UFC Unfiltered podcast with comedian Jim Norton. This has been your coverage of MMA on True Fiction Radio with your host, Chris Kay on WDRB Media. Patreon.com slash Chris Carabin on social media at Chris Carabin. Please share with me your comments, questions, suggestions. Let's tie this whole thing together. I mean, I'll keep on churning out episodes without your input, but I think it would be a lot more varied if you guys would throw down with me. Let's make this a joint effort.
So that was a first for the show, a live performance by myself in the studio for you guys. Uh, let me know what you thought of that. Uh, that's my original song, Dead Romance. It's going to be coming out on my upcoming album. Again, go to chriscarabin.com. Go to patreon.com forward slash chriscarabin. Thank you. Super Troopers 2. I am a Broken Lizard fan through and through. The only movie that isn't from my childhood years that I have watched from beginning to end more times than the first film is Pulp Fiction. P.S. Deadpool is sneaking up on this Tarantino film in terms of watchings. It is a 2018 American comedy film directed by Jay Chandrasekhar. A sequel to the 2001 film Super Troopers. The film was written by and stars the Broken Lizard comedy team made up of Sandra Sekar, Kevin Heffernan, Steve Lemmy, Paul Soder, and Eric Stolhansky. This movie is, in my hardly humble opinion, completely hilarious. I have not persistently laughed with this consistency through a feature film since Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Not only that, they managed to present all of humanity with a solution for world peace, and it is surprisingly so simple. Happiness in your household! Just, of course said in a very strong French-Canadian accent, Think Pink Panther circa 2006 with Steve Martin, where the secret password was Ambelgel. I loved it. I can't wait for Weed Fest or Super Troopers 3. Much love to Jay and the boys. I will definitely be buying it in Ultra HD if it is available. You are listening to True Fiction Radio, patreon.com slash Chris Carabin. I am also on Twitter, at Chris Carabin. This is my first PSA, and it's been a long time coming. Do not forget to tip your servers and delivery drivers. I meet so many folks in the service industry, people of many different ethnicities. There seems to be a certain group of customers that have a nasty habit of non-tipping behavior to the point where service people that belong to that group shun serving their own people. We get it. We are all struggling to some degree, but the fact remains that if you have $20 to spend on restaurant food that someone is bringing to you, you have $2 more for said person. Delivery charges are not tips. Every time a person gets behind the wheel, they risk both life and limb. Delivery drivers are risking this for you. Please show them your appreciation. Thank you all so much for listening 
to my first official public service announcement. The following is a psychological experiment for both myself and all of you listening. Yes, every time I speak about something I'd like to change, I try to apply it to my own life also, because I'm with you. I'm a part of this community, just like you are. I happen to have my voice on the radio. You don't. So I kind of have a responsibility to be a part of the things that I suggest. And like it or not, I'm a part of this community. So that being said, this is a psychological experiment. Okay, the next time that you find yourself experiencing trouble with another person that you need something from, instead of getting enraged with them, because it won't help anyone or anything, it actually shrinks your lifespan to get stressed out and get angry with said person, Try to see the situation through their eyes. Try to become that 16-year-old girl working at a fast food restaurant when she's shorthanded and you're part of a bus full of softball players that just showed up to order food. It's your first job. You don't want to get fired because you want to disappoint your parents. But almost the whole rest of the staff, sans the senior citizens, are irresponsible teenagers that if their friends invite them to some event that they should have planned for, they just call out of work. You are doing your very best to handle the situation with a plum, to not freak out, to try to handle one guest at a time, take all the orders and then multitask and help on the other stations. I know it's really hard to do this when you're hungry and you press for time and you really want that food from that chicken Wendy's because you're not on that softball team. You're on break at your job. You only have a small fraction of time to go and pick up your fast food that's going to continue to keep you overweight before you get back to the grind to serve the Illuminati in this slave job that they say that you selected yourself post the Emancipation Proclamation that supposedly freed the slaves, but actually just made every human that isn't a part of the elite a slave with the decisions to make about their own particular slave jobs. But that's a subject for another time. Try your best to put yourself in her position. And I'll take it one step further. While you try this psychological experiment, which is nearly insane because it's really hard to take yourself out of the moment when you are angry, take it one step further and smile while you do it. Do your very best to go zen. Do some role reversal. And when you come out of it, be completely positive. Try to make her feel great. Try to make her feel like the hero that she kind of is on a micro level. 
like I said, I'm a part of this too, so I'm going to be doing this as well, as challenging as it may seem to be. Hey, Sergey. Hey, man. Yo, isn't your store open right now? Shouldn't someone be watching it? Yes. I have a homeless thief watching store. Homeless thief? Yes. He is trustworthy homeless man. What? Trustworthy homeless man. Um... I think I'm with, like, the mainstream on this. Normally I go against the green, but, um... Did you say trustworthy homeless man? Normally those that are homeless are mentally ill or have drug addictions or have some serious issues to where their families aren't taking care of them. Yes, but this is Steve. He chooses to be homeless. Figures this is the way to live. Huh? Yes. When weather permits, I allow him to build shelter with my leftover boxes behind store. Should weather turn unfortunate, I allow him to stay in storage shed behind building. Technically, he's not really homeless. He does chores for me, which I pay him on the side, and since government doesn't know my full name, Sergey, I do pay him more than enough for him to pay dues at gym, where he goes to take showers and work out and get water. Alright, this is kind of interesting. Uh, still not the way I'd want to live, but... Yes! He is homeless thief. He is story for another time. Yet, he is watching store. Sergey, did I leave the door locked again? Yes. Uh, I don't remember giving you a key. But Wilson KGP. Dude, I'm pretty sure, like, if you repeatedly pick a lock... Like, you reduce its ability to lock the door. Could you, Can you, like, show up when it's scheduled for you to show up? I got a bunch of stuff I need to cover before you finish your story. I really want to finish Vasily's story. Dude, you will. Just follow the schedule. I still have a regular day job that I need to deal with at this point. I'm not to the point where I'm a full-time radio personality or podcaster. Trying to get there. But right now I got other stuff I got to deal with and other requirements I got to meet. So, I mean, I guess you're here, so let's go ahead and knock it out. But in the future, let's just show up when you're scheduled to show up. I mean, what if I was in the middle of, like, coming up with some crazy rant about something and like you just showed up like you're ready to garrote me and startle me out of it. I'm sorry, Chris. I don't mean to have emotional impact on your creativity. Dude, I know. It's all good. 
All right. It, here, have a seat here. Let's get your mic turned on. Finish telling your story. I feel like at this point I am, uh, how you say, shocking your jive. Excuse me? Uh, maybe before your time. Uh, I don't want to mess up your mojo. I shouldn't have shown up unannounced. I'm used to living different lifestyle. I mean, dude, you're here, so I mean, I'll figure out the rest of the stuff in a bit. You want to get your point across? I mean, you're here. No, I will come back. I will text you first. I will not pick your locks anymore. Thank you, Sergey. Please do not pick the locks unless you think I'm in danger, and then by all means, pick the locks and save my life. But uh, if it doesn't come to that, please don't. 